On today's episode, we are talking about how to structure financing between your personal line of credits and your business line of credit, as well as the best way to make sure it's handled properly so that you don't get an unexpected tax bill for income that passes between you personally and you in the business. This is super important. We want to get this right. So go get your notebooks, your pens and paper, your coffee, whatever you need to drink, and let's jump in. Hey friend, welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for tax deductions, how to track your business finances, or for QuickBooks tips? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals, but you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really foreign? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from clients who used to feel this way. They felt overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish that they could stop the financial madness. They want a clarity and the ability to grasp the financial basics, know who to call, when they had a question and to stop worrying about owing money to the IRS, but they thought they weren't good with numbers and the overwhelm kept them stuck without any solid financial plan until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence. In this podcast, you will learn step-by-step systems, easy to understand financial tips and mindset transformation so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur. Dust off your spreadsheet, warm up your coffee and let's get going. So this is a listener question that was emailed to me. By the way, quick plug on that. If you have questions that you want to be featured on the podcast, I love featuring your questions. So shoot me an email. The information is in the show notes, and I would love to feature you on an upcoming upcoming podcast episode. So the question is, this is from Gabe, and he says, I recently purchased multiple territories of a two-pronged national franchise, which I'm going to name uh, to leave unnamed. I paid cash for some of the initial startup of the business, but for its ongoing financing of vehicles, lease financing rates are higher than what I can get from my personal line of credit, about a 2% difference. My question, I am the sole owner of the LLC. How do I lend money from my personal line of credit to the business for operating capital and vehicle purchases? Specifically, can I expense the interest paid against the line of credit if the line of credit is personal? Do I need to formalize a loan to the business with an interest rate and term, or can I just pass through the interest expense somehow? Can I avoid the interest expense from the business being treated as personal income if it's being used to pay the line of credit? Any creative entity structures I should should consider? Question mark. All right. Thank you so much, Gabe. Appreciate these questions. This is a lot, and I get it because when you start a business, there's all sorts of stuff that you've probably never even considered that you have to deal with um, in this new world of being a business owner. So let's kind of chip away at this and start answering these questions one by one. So the first question is related to having a higher interest rate on a vehicle purchase through the business versus personal. That's super common. And businesses are typically charged more when it comes to interest for vehicle loans as well as for insurance. Um, Insurance on the vehicle will be higher in the business versus personal. Typically, what I see is, um, depending on the vehicle, based on what I know on this franchise, again, I left out a little bit of detail to create some um, anonymity for the uh, for what the, the person that sent in this question. But based on the type of business this is, typically they have bigger trucks that are not going to be, like these are large trucks used to move move various things, equipment and stuff like that. In this situation, I would say that 
Buying it personal is an option, particularly to save the point. And probably you're paying more interest because you haven't established any sort of business credit yet. But if you can get it in the business name, then that would actually help you build business credit, which is going to help you in the long run. And in the long run, one percentage point is probably not that much. So there's that where it might be beneficial to suck it up and pay a little bit more in interest for the long-term advantage of having some business credit. Because the more you can do to build business credit now versus later, the better off you're going to be. The other caveat I'll throw in there is when you're utilizing personal credit, what ends up happening, this happened to me in the beginning when I started my business, I utilized personal credit. My personal credit score went really low for a while. I've always had excellent credit and never had a problem with it. Didn't even think about it because it was never a problem until I started using personal credit when I started my business seven and a half years ago. And all of a sudden I had a horrible credit rate and couldn't buy anything. And uh, it wasn't fun. So I would say be really careful with using personal credit, um, especially if it's a lot of personal credit because you might end up having implications that you're just not thinking about because you've never done this before and um, it's it's never been a thing so beyond that so I'll, I'll get off of that soapbox what I would say too is that if you are going to put the vehicles in your personal name my recommendation is to reimburse yourself for paying for the notes you would need to have what's called an accountable plan in place it's basically a document between you and the business that says or actually it's a document, excuse me, I misspoke, in the business that it formalizes the ability to reimburse employees for expenses paid personally. Um, in this instance, even if you're just an LLC, not an S Corp or anything like that, you would be under that category of quote unquote employee to be able to get reimbursed for these expenses and to not create a taxable event. So in this instance, if you pay for it personally, it's in your personal name, then entrance is going to be in your personal name. Everything is going to be personal. And every month I would reimburse yourself for the payments on the note, as well as the entrance that you're going to have. And frankly, any repairs and maintenance, it, it really complicates things to have a vehicle in your personal name when it's really being used for the business. Um, and a lot of people do it wrong and it could create a problem under audit if you just run it through the business and you don't have it in your personal name and reimburse it. So I would not recommend doing that. In my opinion, not only on the credit side and building business credit, but also in everything being simpler from an accounting perspective in the business, my recommendation is to just put it in the business and, um, and eat the extra interest point because you're going to end up having another cost, primarily in time um, on the back end, trying to jump through all these hoops every month, get yourself reimbursed, make sure that the forms are all right, that you've got your expense reimbursement done properly and you've got all the documentation, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's, in my opinion, it would be a pain and not worth it. So then the other question <clears throat> kind of on top of that is how to use a personal line of credit in the business. Essentially what you would need to do is if you have a personal line of credit, it would kind of be the same way as if you bought a vehicle personally, you would need to reimburse yourself for the for the credit that was used personally. And I would assume these are going to be a bunch of, I don't know if they're going to be a bunch of little purchases or one big purchase, 
but depending on the frequency of these charges and if you can take out cash, I'm guessing you can't just pull out cash on this line of credit. Maybe it's a credit card you're referring to. I don't have those details, but if it's cash somehow, maybe it's a credit card with a $25,000 line and you can get cash and then put that cash into the business, you would do a promissory note from uh, the business to you personally and create a note where the business is going to be repaying this loan to you. It would include an interest rate, which would then capture the interest that you're also paying personally. My guess is the easiest way to do this um, to not create additional 1099s and more tax complication is it would be the same, your interest rate for the promissory note would be the same interest rate on the line of credit so that everything ties out and the numbers all work between the two notes. But it is important to have that promissory note and have it where you're putting that money from personal into the business, um, kind of as, an, as a contribution basically to the business, um, and then repaying that over time with interest. So that is how I would make that happen. And then lastly, um, it, he asked about creative entity structures to consider. I don't have near enough information to know what type of entity structure this could be. There's so many things that go into an entity structure and what classification it should be, whether it's a single member LLC, uh, S-Corp partnership, corporation, it, you know, not the least of which is when is the business set to be profitable? Um, what are the forecasts looking like? How much profit is that going to be in the first year? It sounds like you're going to have some equipment purchases and depreciation. So that could delay when it's profitable. Um, I believe that you're the only owner, but I also don't know if there are other owners in this. So I would need a lot more information to be able to dig into this. This is actually the type of stuff that we go through when it comes to um, doing the discovery call that I talk about sometimes on the show. Uh, there's a link in the show notes where you can book a free 30-minute call with me. We go through, get a bunch of information so that I can get you answer to the answers to these questions. Um, there are many different laws inside of different entities, many different dynamics. I don't know what other income this particular person has, taxpayer has. Um, on their tax return. So there's just a lot that goes into an entity decision like this and how it should be filed and taxed and that sort of thing. So in this situation, what we normally do is gather a bunch of information. I can put together basically a summary of what I think it would look like. And, um, and then we, we engage at that point as far as us helping as a, an advisor to your business, we call it tax advisory services. So if you are in this situation and you're not really sure, am I being taxed the right way? Uh, my recommendation is to hop on a quick discovery call with us. There's no cost to it. And uh, we can see if we can help. And frankly, if we can't, I'll tell you that if it's something that either is beyond us, which I don't see very often, or if it's something that I don't see as beneficial to you, then you will know in that 30 minute call because I have zero interest in bringing on clients that I can't actually help. So you really don't lose anything. Um, in fact, you stand to gain quite a bit. So with that said, I hope this has been helpful um, to kind of help I guess get some of the mystery out of how businesses go, um, the finances go between business and personal when it comes to loans and the best way to finance and reimburse and all the things. It gets tricky. And these are the things that can really land you in a lot of trouble uh, when it comes to an audit with the IRS. So I hope this has been helpful. And if it has, then please share this podcast episode with a fellow entrepreneur friend of yours. Uh, they will also find it helpful as well if you did. Uh, leave me a five-star review if you would as well. 
because that helps more people get the word out for my podcast so that I can help more people. And then lastly, if you have a question that you are curious about, feel free to email that to me and I will feature you on a episode in the very near future. With that said, I hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you on the next one. 